dogs are in the house. And so Jeff calls their names and to practice with the bird. And so the dogs are sitting there looking at him like, why are you calling us? We're right here. <laughs> so confused. Ooh, and we should, we should. We should, we should be on. We should be on, we should be on eavesdropping a moment. I see us. You see us? I do. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good this i like that mom. Hey, mom. well so my mom is never gonna see that because my mom doesn't own a computer and really? has never been on social media much less email um so we always joke that we have to we have to go and and uh take it, it well we have to take pictures and physically send them to the mail gotcha. we have to you know so everything is you know back gotcha. in the 80s <laughs> Gotcha. So we need what I think what we need to do is we need to take um, put a video, uh, you know, they got these video cards that you, you just put the video and you open it and place the video like mom, look, here's what I'm doing. We're like, oh, Tracy's fancy now. Huh? She's fancy. She's look, she's getting all. Yeah. Uh, well, I talked to her about it. I'm like, okay, let me see if I can describe it. But I like I the idea of the card that actually yeah, that yeah. might just be something to do. Tracy, I like a necklace. Thank like you. Like Got my, I have a thing for pearls. If you hadn't noticed, I like, but I don't just like traditional pearls. They're kind of boring to me. I mean, no offense to people who like tr traditional pearls, but hey. for me, it's, it's, it's not, not really my personality, but I love them. So I'm always like, and this one is kind of, I don't like the ones that are perfectly sculpted. So correct. I found is that, this actually not, when I was in Florida recently. Got, okay. Okay. And that's not white bright white right it's not it's kind of an off it, it's hard to see right in the camera yeah, but yeah it's, it's not it, nice, it, it's more nice. pearl nice nice mm -hmm. nice well so what's going on what's going on with you this beautiful 31st day the last day of march can you imagine q1 is done and if you haven't met your q1 goals those of you who are listening woe is you <laughs> <laughs> no. no shame in though we, we don't do the shame game here <laughs> we don't do it we don't do it teasing you you know q1 came and went guess what q2's there so right. so you know be ready to just you know tighten up and 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 do what's needed to be done if you're living purpose driven excellent that's it what's and if you need help call Wilwyn. <laughs> tracy what's going on in that mind of yours you know what i saw something i saw something i was like hmm that looks like something to talk about finding true love i'm like okay. oh the true love. finding true love thing and uh with your with uh, your, your buddy your friend you don't that collaboration My friend barbara yeah, yeah. That's, that's... So some people may just think i have whiplash right or the shiny shiny object syndrome you know we're like Tracy, wait, so she works with visionaries, but now she's helping people with love? Like, what the heck's going on? Tracy Phillips, the love doctor. The love doctor. Yeah, no, that would never happen. <laughs> Anybody who really knows my love life, you know, like, like you know, past and, and, and all that would be like, uh, pff, um, I'm not sure about that. No, so Barbara, Barbara Santon, shout out to Barbara Santon, um, has these summits, and she is a... Um, she is a dating and relationship coach. Okay. And uh, so she does these summits and she brings together a variety of experts in the field that can kind of help with this. And 
you know, obviously doing this a little bit, you know, she's always looking to broaden the scope and broaden the value, you know, to the people who come to these summits. And so there's now more of a branch out into communicate, like what kinds of things play on relationships, Mm. both in dating, but also in established relationships. Cause you know, I mean, those of us who've been in a relationship for a while, like it, you know, we always got to keep it fresh. We got to keep working. We got, there's always a, 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 when we know this just in general in life, there's always an, a, another place to go, right? There's always a higher place to move the relationship to. And so she, I guess had, uh, or her assistant or somebody who is out there, you know, looking for people, Mm -hmm. um, you know, saw that one of my main focus points is, is personal sovereignty, right? It's like, you got to get right with you before you have any, you know, I mean, most of the time, the reason why relationships are challenging is because the model we've been presented our entire lives is one of codependency. And so then we get in these relationships and the, you know, the spark wears off a little bit and, and we're like, Ooh, how'd I get here? You know, because we're relying on the relationship to carry us. We're relying on the relation. We're constantly, instead of feeding the relationship, we're sucking from it. We're like, mm. I need this from the relationship. Mm. I need this. And both sides are constantly taking mm. from the relationship instead of depositing in the account. Wow. And then we get to this point where we're like, the wells won't run dry. And we're like, what happened? And we're looking at each other and saying, well, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. Like, you know what I mean? So the whole concept that I work on and looking in and all of that is like, when you create your own account, when you create Mm -hmm. your own personal sovereignty, you then realize that relationships are not something to suck from. They're not something to get your happiness from or get your groove on or whatever it is that you're looking for the relationship for. It's really a place to add your value. Correct. But if you haven't created value, you have nothing to add. Mm. Right. So that's a nice concept, but it's like, if, you know, and we have value, but a lot of times we haven't tapped in and defined that. So, so we don't know. We show up at the, we show up at the, at the uh, potlucks and people are like, what'd you bring? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't so know what mean, I have to you offer. Mean to tell you know? me, say that my, 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 my list for a guy with a six pack abs in a sports car and, uh, He's six feet tall. And uh, you mean, I got to bring something to the table? (laughs) Well, yeah. And you know what? I mean, I hate, you know, there's some amazing, gorgeous men out there who bring some serious other value to the table. But in the past, a lot of times what we find is that that is their value and there's not a whole lot left behind the scenes, right? So. You know, and then we wonder why the relationship is falling flat after a time. And, and so it's, again, it's about not looking external to ourselves to feed ourselves with what we need. Why am I looking for a man that's six foot four with six pack? What am I trying to make up for that I, ha- that I don't think I have myself? Wow. wow. Right? What do wow. I think that if I feel so down on me, but if I can be with a hot guy, that makes up for the fact that I don't feel like I'm worthy. Like, where are we doing those things, right? Yeah. So. My piece of that summit is going to be talking about having loving boundaries in relationships, how to create that understanding of what we do bring to the table, mm-hmm. and just this concept of sovereignty and that relationships ideally are not meant to be a codependent model. Yeah. This paradigm needs to shift. Mm. It's not, it's two individual people who have come to know themselves and know their value coming together to bring more value. Yeah. Not coming together to lean on each other and the concept of you complete me because I can't complete myself. Nope. Nope. You know, I, I usually I usually tell Verl and, and, and people, I say, you got to be happy to get in this relationship. I'm not making you happy. That's it. I'm not I love that. joyful because you got to bring 
who you are and please remain an individual because I don't want, there, there are certain aspects of us that we, we do connect, but I don't want you to get lost in me. And I'm sure I don't want to get lost in you. Yeah. Meaning the reason you were placed on earth you have a you have an individual you have a a tailored reason for being here i have a tailored one also when we put ours together there's somewhere there's an intersection somewhere in it that we can work but we'll also go our separate ways and do our separate things yeah I also love i love to watch war movies honey I'm not into the romantic movies every single day. I am going to get a little sprinkle here every now and then, but I don't want to watch the lifetime thing that I know what's going to happen. I know, even though I know the war movie is the identical thing, every genre you can know, you know what's going to happen. Just a few that you can within there that you say, oh, that threw me off. But it's not my thing. So guess what? I'm going to come in and watch it. So you come and watch my war movie, my action movie sometimes too, right? And then you go and watch your, your, your love thing. I watch my action thing. Every now and then we come, we do. We do not get lost in each other, meaning then hear what happens. I'm there going. <laughs> yeah, that's Falling right. asleep and, he's, and she's like, what, and she, what? Yeah, I thought you were going to yeah. be doing this with me. Correct, correct. Forcing you. So, so you got to bring, you got to bring you to the table. What else is on that mind? I know we just jumped in because you were about to say something different when I said what's on that mind. And no, I, I like that. Nothing. Okay. I like okay. that. Well, so the first thing I'm thinking of is I'm going to start a, a list of war, war, um, romantic movies for you and yeah. Verlin. Oh, oh, yeah. So, oh, you see, <laughs> there's some good the ones. <laughs> the part, so we get those, right? We get those. Um, and then she's watching it, the romantic part. When you know they're, they're setting it up, he's about to leave, and they're like, "Oh, honey, da da da." And then when he leaves, and in the action, she goes, "Do they have to spoil this movie like this?" I'm like, "This is my part." That's right. Pew, There's something pew. for everyone, honey. There's something for everyone. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 a it's a nice thing to be an individual in your relationship, and I think it's it's we take this from a relationship. From, from from love relationship and we can put those lens on our business relationships. We can put them on our friendships, et cetera. I'm not going to come in to, to like in what we do here at, e, at eavesdrop. I don't, I don't like to, to go and market it. Uh, you, I'm not the one going on on Facebook and Instagram saying da 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 da. That's you, 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 you do that and you do it well. <laughs> And I go and I say, oh, great, thank you. But I'm the one who, I, I love to come set the video after we do the video, technical aspects, bop, 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 bop. That's what we bring to our relationship, our individual pieces. If I then start to come and step on you to say, oh, I want to help you do it, or you come in, confusion occurs and not cohesion, confusion. And when confusion comes in, the next thing that goes, I mean, the relationship starts to get sour and we end this relationship. And that's, I think that happens in every single relationship. Do what you do best. I love to do the laundry. I was talking to somebody and I'll tell this quick story and punt back to you. Doing laundry in America 
isn't really doing laundry. It's a piece of cake. It yeah. is, yeah. it is so, it is so, it's, it's not, it's not work. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Something you can do while you're on the phone or taking care of something else. Yeah, I got it. So I told the person, I said, let me tell you what doing laundry was for me in, in Africa, in Liberia. If water wasn't there, I had to go and draw water. And drawing water is going to the well, pump it, put it in a barrel, put it in a wheelbarrow, and go through sand this thick. The tires aren't those big fat tires. It's the tiny tires for concrete. But I'm going, mm. but hey, it built my delts and my shoulder muscles. And I came through. That's getting the water. The other part, mom wanted it washed twice. So first wash, second wash. And basketball clothes, mm, you know how they smell. And she would come and say, mm, nah, you got to wash that again. So I had to do it properly the first time, first and second. So that's getting water for two of those times. Here's the deal. There was a washboard. You know the washboard, right? Thing with yeah, the it's grip. a little bit <laughs> like the... Uh, the uh, what is it maybe. called? Um, especially when you're you're doing it really fast when uh -huh. you're grating cheese. If you've ever grated you your go. finger with the cheese, <laughs> oh dear, you got it, you got it. So there it is, washing. And then if you got tired, you had to then come and do the hand one and go. Ching, 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 ching. So I had to take my entire. If I wanted to play basketball on Saturday morning, if they had Saturday morning practice, I had to do it at night from 7 p.m. to about 10, 11. Then there's no dryer. So I had to wait early in the morning and then go outside and hang them up. Hang them up. And after they got dry, I ha we had to press them because flies would come and you didn't want the eggs and the fly touching your skin because it would cause issues with you. So then press every single item. Now that's laundry doing. I tell my kids, Go do the laundry. They take the entire day doing that. I'm like, wow. Where you can go and press the machine. Dun, 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 and the sucker sings to you at the end. Dun, 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 dun. I'm like, gosh, these people got it good in this place. And I, I'm not hating. I'm not hating. But no, this is just perspective. <laughs> perspective. So, so I love to do the laundry. Verlin doesn't like to do the laundry. And, and I told the person, I love to say, you love to do laundry. I'm like, because the laundry I did back home and the laundry I'm doing here, this is cake. So we bring, I'm saying this is it, we bring different things to the table to make the relationships we're in work. I have this vision. I absolutely love that story, by the way. I, I have this vision of like when I was, you know, my first car was a, a, a third hand old rabbit, uh, Volkswagen Ooh. rabbit, like mint green, more like not really mint green. It was more like, like like limish mint green so <laughs> not the most attractive car and i love that car though because it was my first car but then you know as you become an adult and you can mm -hmm. you've got a job and you can pay your own way i mean the first time i was able to buy a new car for myself i love driving that thing mm. you know and that's what that kind of reminds me of it's like when you got the stuff the things are falling off and falling apart and it takes a while and oh my god i had one car when i was living in massachusetts i had a car swear to god and they couldn't mm -hmm. i took it to like seven different automotive places and none of them could figure out what the weird thing was with this car but if i turned too hard um left 
it would die. But then it would start back up in 30 minutes. So I was always going a route that I didn't have to turn left. <laughs> so like, I always had to take like the long way home. So like left, a right, another right. Another UPS right. always <laughs> go right. <laughs> but it was this thing, and I, but I would know. And I was up with somebody, and like we stall, and I was like, "It's okay. We just have to wait a, a half hour. And my car will start back up." I mean, but you you come to appreciate when things mm. work easily. Wow. And that's what I'm hearing. And when we go into relationship, knowing thyself, knowing ourselves, owning ourselves, knowing mm. our value, knowing what we want in the value of our experiences, which means we want to partner up with someone who actually brings value that they know that they have, things get easier. Yes. It doesn't mean we don't have challenges. We, there's always going to be challenges in everything. It just means we navigate them differently because instead of having these challenges where everybody's pointing fingers at one another and playing the shame blame game, mm. when you're yeah. in a relationship with somebody who can hold accountability and responsibility for what's theirs, it becomes a whole different relationship. Wow. So guess, so Bill says, I want to be in a relationship that supplements and complements me not duplicates me. Uh, excellent. And Pittman goes, merging unique uh, capabilities can yield to exponential outcomes between the right individuals. Mm -hmm. Very, yeah, that's very uh, headway, headspace way of saying when we stay in our own lane and we own what that is, we will make the right decisions about what we choose in our lives, whether that be a partnership, a career, you know, where we go out to dinner, yeah, <laughs> whatever yeah, it is, right? Yeah. Because we're steering based on our own internal gadgetry, not based on what we think we might be getting or are supposed to be getting from what's outside of us. And, 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 you, oh my goodness, Tracy. I, you know what I'm just saying is what, what, what we're doing every time we speak, I see us building a tower and adding another strand as, that makes the original conversation stronger and stronger and stronger. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is where what you stated just now, I have to do my introspection to find what's what's my, my value list, what's on my list of values that I'm bringing to a table. That's and if, if this place that I'm going I understand there are certain values that open doors in this area. There are certain keys and these value keys that I don't have now. I go back in the lab and work on these keys. But here's the beautiful thing, Tracy. Your core values, you, 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 they are core to you. And they will direct you to the doors that those keys open. See, I can take yeah. my value keys and go to yours and, and attempt to open your doors. Mm -hmm. can, the, the doors will not open. If it opens, it's going to be one of those doors opening. It's going to be. <sighs> or you'll be charged with breaking and entering. Tracy Phillips, Lenora, good afternoon. Oh my goodness, Tracy. <laughs> and when you break and enter, that's that's a that's a felony or something. And then you oh, wow. So it, stay in your lane, open your own doors, 
and things will be attracted to you because wow tracy yeah and they'll be attracted to you because you're going to be spending more time trying to hone your value and i say it's like be the love you seek in others Mm. don't go seeking the love that you want from others be the love you seek in others right Mm. because when you're that love and that's the love you need you're giving it to yourself, but you're also going to attract the people that need that same kind of love. And you're the key to that particular place within them. I mean, if we use the key and lock aspect, I mean, if we're not using it because it's a breaking and entering, yeah. you know, analogy, you're, you know, you're able to kind of hang out in the home and not have to break and enter because you have the, you know, what it reminds me of, it's like when you, when you can only the passcodes in, in the yep. high you know, the, 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 high, the, uh, what is it? Uh, the, the areas where like, you've got a thumbprint and only certain people are allowed in cause they've got, yes. you know, that they've been allowed access. Yes. That's what that is, mm. is that it's an automatic allow access because the, you know, it's the same resonant point, right? The person, and it isn't that we're the same people. It's that love means the same thing to us. Right. Or we have a, we have prescribed ourselves to the same way of being loved and loving. And we, you know, I mean, I think, and I've always felt this and it was, it was always hard for me to describe it because Mm -hmm. it went against the common grain. It went against the common definition of things where Uh you complete me has been the model, you know, that opposites attract that you need people who are different from you. And I'm not saying that there isn't value to that, but what I have always felt is that the true higher level relationships Mm -hmm. are the ones that are more the same, not necessarily that the characteristic traits of the people are the same, Mm -hmm. but the, the, how they want to be loved, how they want to live, how they want to be challenged. All of those things are similar, right? Because for me, you know, I think the reason why I had a really difficult time in, in dating when I was single is that most people wanted a girlfriend that would just let them be and they wouldn't have to grow, mm. right? They could be comfortable. They wanted someone who they could be comfortable with. Yes. That has never been me. Mm. And not because I couldn't have fun and, you know, but because I'm so growth driven. Mm-hmm. anybody in my life is going to be constantly challenged to grow. And if that yeah. is not your imprint, if that is not what you came for, if that is, if you would rather be in your comfort zone, that's just your thing. Mm-hmm. Someone like me is going to feel very accostive. Yes. Right. Someone like me is going to feel like they're grading on you. Someone right. like me is going to be constantly someone who bothers you. And so I realized that I was just not, you know, I just looked out the window and you know, it's flying. I wish I could turn my entire system uh, around and cardinal. it just went away literally for like probably five seconds. There was uh-huh. a butterfly, a monarch butterfly fluttering right Ooh, in front right of the window. I hope it's back. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, transformation folks going on right here. There you go. Wow. But yeah, it's. <laughs> It's one of those things that I really, I mean, I'm finally talking about it because I was always hesitant because everybody's like, no, 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 that's not how it is. That's not Mm. how it is. Books have said, or, you know, people have written about and all this. And I'm like, who am I to bring in a whole different paradigm or model or way of looking at things? But I have always felt that. Mm. And I've, I've tried to seek, but I've always been, again, being a visionary, I've always been very far ahead of most of the people that I've been surrounded by. 
Mm. And I don't mean better than that's not what I'm saying. I just mean in the way that advancement in the way that I live and think and operate. So when I was in grade school, I would hang out with people in middle school. When I was in middle school, I'd hang out with people in high school. When I was in high school, I was with the college people and the college people. I wanted to be out in the real world. And, and so I was always ahead. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the people who I was in school with that were my age or around me on a more regular basis, and that I would be dating normally, mm-hmm. didn't fit. Correct. 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 Right? Correct. Wow. You know, that's, that's, that's interesting. When I heard you talk about, um, you know, hanging with eagles don't, eagles do not go in a crowd not roll in the crowd it's time to mate they hang out you know and then thereafter their daddy daddy rolls mom, mom's mom like and, thanks i know i know mom and mom and kids stay for a while and then mom goes get out of the nest fly right mm-hmm. uh, i don't i don't understand there are some people who and this isn't knocking in because we all are wired differently yeah, we all absolutely. Some people just just want to get that spam, that spam sandwich, you know. Put some mayo on that thing. Put that spam in the, in between. Put a nice brioche, some some kind of bread on that thing, and eat it. Other people they want to get the ham and 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 put it on a, a purple nickel bread. Another person wants to do an egg sandwich and do something. So each person, each of us have our taste. But just as you said, you know, I, I don't want to be in a relationship where I'm not challenged. Yeah. I, 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 business relationship, friendship, um, love life, where like like coming to America, did you watch part one? You watch, <laughs> yeah. you watch it, right? Bark. Keep barking and she keeps barking for the whole time. Or you say jump and she says how high. No, I I I want why should I jump? It's not disrespect. Why should I jump, honey? Uh, well, to exercise. Okay, cool. And if it doesn't work for her, no, I'm not going to jump. All right. Let's do what you want to do, babe. Um, but some people think that being the yes, ma'am, or yes, uh, um, sir. Yes, right? dear. Yes, dear. You know, <laughs> yes, dear. That drives me crazy. <laughs> yes, dear. The yes, dears. And please understand, we're not saying don't say yes, dear. What we're saying, the yes, dear folks who are saying yes, dear, because they they just, they want peace in the house. They, want they don't to, mean yes, dear. They, they just don't want the confrontation. They don't want the confrontation. Start, start, Tracy. Y'all start saying, I, there you go. Like, you know what I used to be? I used to be the quiet, I'm not discussing, I'm okay. All righty. And, then and Berlin, it builds up and it builds up and it builds up. And then Berlin said, well, when express yourself, please. I'm like, oh, it's all right. No, because my dad, my dad is quiet. My dad just, so I'm like, it's okay. One year into the relationship when we're dating or two, three in, in dating, second, second half of dating, second, second coming of dating, because there was the first coming and second coming. We'll talk that another time. The second coming, uh, there would never be a third. Um, so the second coming, I, but I'm year in it. Then I just got it. I just express yourself. 
express yourself, express yourself. And I express myself and the relationship got so good that she said, well, now you're expressing yourself too much. You do like, no, 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 we got to talk, honey. We, you got to talk. She's like, I, I trained you too well, huh? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, there's but, a but, difference between inviting me into conversation and confronting me with conversation. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. But the, but as you said, the point is, I think God made us to grow everything about us. You cut your hair, it grows. You cut your nails, it grows. You cut your eyelashes, it grows. There's something about growth. You put a seed in the ground, it grows. You put a seed somewhere it's not supposed to be, it's not going to grow. But then as soon as you put it in the ground, it grows. You are meant to grow. So when you get in a relationship that's not growing, there is something wrong somewhere. Light it up. Light it up so that you guys can grow because there's a whole new level that brings in both of you or whatever relationship you're in, business, family, life, love life, that's going to take it to another level that's glorious than where you are now. But it takes some stretching. And as you said, the butterfly in there, you know, getting stained in a cocoon and eating itself up and then boom, coming out and, oh, I'm not crawling anymore. I'm flying. That's what that growth brings to that relationship absolutely which is really interesting if i think about the butterfly thing because you know we've been talking about that analogy over a series of conversations in the past and then the butterfly shows up actually fully out of the cocoon flying through the air right in front of my window so that's interesting you know and and i love that you i love that you've said that because i feel like what happens to that a lot of people are afraid of is they sense that if they start to grow they'll grow apart and if what I always like to tell people is if that is what's meant to be, then that's what's meant to be. But guess what? You always have choice, right? So a lot of people know that they, they get into a relationship. And again, this can be a partnership. It can be a, a romantic relationship. It can be a friendship. And they have invested all this time. And, and, and I say this because I, I hear this a lot from my clients, mm. you know, where they're like, I'm afraid to go there. Like, why are you afraid to go there? And at the, at, the, at the core of it is they're afraid to go there because they know as they start to develop a better understanding that they realize that they're no longer in a relationship that is allowing them to grow. It doesn't mean if they have those conversations, it can't turn into that relationship that allows them to grow. Mm. But they are currently, the way things are working, the, it is keeping them comfortable, but comfort zone, maybe comfortable, but no growth happens there, Right. So they're afraid to rock the boat. They're afraid to speak up. They're afraid to express where they're coming from because they know on some level that then they're going to have to confront this piece of them, this knowledge that I'm not where I really need to be. Mm. Or maybe this is not who I want to be with. This is maybe not the career I want to be in. Maybe this is not my friend who I've known for years and we grew up together. We're we just are not looking at life or, or wanting to attend to life in the same, same way. Yes. And then what? Mm-hmm. And I think we cling so much. I mean, I really feel like we're in a time, I, I call it the mass cleaning right now, whether it's mm-hmm. we use the garage analogy last time, is we're cleaning house. And that's why so much is, is, is sticking to us. I, I can't tell you countless conversations I've had over the last couple of weeks from people who are like, memories from stuff like, that I haven't thought about in the longest time are coming mm. up or, or people coming out of the woodwork that 
you know, are, are coming back after years of, you know, where there wasn't a closure around something or, or, or family members coming back and saying, I realize I, I, I didn't really understand you or love you the right way or whatever. It's just like crazy. I said, because we're cleaning house because what's mm-hmm. happening is although it feels like a lot right now is it's allowing us to decide what we're going to keep, what serves us, what allows supports our growth and what doesn't, but we get so hoardy. And we talked about this before too. We get so clingy to our stuff, whether it's relationships or physical stuff or even ideas, mm. you know, that we can't just release it. Wow. Right. We can't just wow. say it doesn't work for me. It's not working. It may even be making me miserable, but oh no, it belonged to aunt, great auntie so-and-so. And so I can't let it go. All right. Well, that's a story you're telling yourself. Oh my goodness. Right. And that's what people I think are suffering with right now. Tracy. Is that piece. Tracy, you know, as you were saying is uh, the only thing I remember I could compare this to. I I remember a past relationship that I had where I thought, oh, I love this girl, this lady so much. And um, um, I can never find another one like her. But I don't like certain things that's happening in the relationship because blah, blah, blah. But I'll take it. I'll be here. I'll be here because there's not another one like her. That's the biggest lie. And I'm saying the same thing you said, but I'm bringing my storyline in it. And I, I would say to myself, oh, man, no, I know I can't. I want a woman who can represent me. I want a woman who, if I'm going somewhere, she can say, I can say, you go ahead and you go and do some, you go do this for me, right? I, I, I don't want somebody who's running away from doing homework. This is in, this is, I don't, so I don't want to give time frames because my friends be like, oh, that was how you was. <laughs> so, so, you know, you, you, I remember one one time we're doing so doing homework and she's she's crying. I don't want to do homework. I'm like, what? You don't want to do homework? What do you want to become? I'm like, huh? And that's that was the moment I said, oops, not the one, not the one. But then I stayed and said, oh well, you know what? I'm there's not gonna be a one, and that's a lie we're telling ourselves. There's always a better a better one to attain if you're in the market for it. And I put that condition in there because somebody who's married now is going to be saying, oh, there's a better one out there. No, you <laughs> stay with not it. telling you're you not, to go look at the, where the grass greedy. is greener. Yeah, that's not what don't we're saying. Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. Water your grass. Water your grass and it's going to get green. Um, so, so the lie we tell ourselves and just what you said, a hoarding principle where, oh, I'm going to hold on to this to this business relationship, or I'm going to hold on to this business, or I'm going to hold on to this friend, this friend that has stabbed you multiple times, but because you have history, you say, oh, I'm going to stay here. No, you've been dumb. You've been stupid. You've been crazy because God has given you a mind that you know exactly what you're getting from it. And if you stay there and you get stabbed again, don't go cry in the pillow. Say, say, yeah, I chose this. This is what I wanted. I, I, I'm staying here because I want to be stabbed again. Or you dating, because we're talking about love. You're dating this person who you, she's six pack. She's got the curves that, 
that better than the, you know, the, the Piedmont River or the St. Paul River or whatever, you know, and you're like, oh, there's one. There's a better one. And the thing that you're attracted to really isn't the thing that you really are attracted to because when you, the next one you will find, she would be as straight as I don't know what. She would be as tall because you wanted a short and stacked. She's tall. And, and you'll be so happy with her that you'd be like, but what, where was I, what was I thinking about? I thought, no, you thought wrongly. And what we're talking about too is not the looking out and comparing, you know, with what we've been taught we should be looking for. We're talking about those moments where something inside of you is telling you something just doesn't add up. And again, it's, it's not about the other person. It's not that, oh, that person's not giving me what I want. I need to find the person who will give me what I want. No, what we're saying here is that you, you get to develop within yourself what you need, understand what you offer the world mm. and, and, and project that out, right? Just be that, be the, what did Gandhi say? Be the change you seek mm. to, you know, to, to find in the world, you know, or that you want or desire in the world, you know, be what you're looking for. And those people who are in that same place of development will be the ones that surround you. I mean, I'm intentional where, I mean, I'm in this phase of my life where I want people around me that inspire me, mm. Mm. right? I, I, I've found much, much of my life, I'm the one that people turn to for inspiration. And I'm like, okay, I need people who inspire me. I want people who are doing more than I'm doing. Yes. I want, you know, I want to be with people who are movers and shakers and who I can learn from. Yeah. Because they do say that the five closest people to you is what you become. And I want to become like the people who are constantly reinventing themselves. And it doesn't mean that they change who they are fundamentally. I mean, as a, as a visionary, we change, we're change agents. Oh, yeah. We are the embodiment of what we came here for. Definitely. And if we're not constantly reinventing ourselves, we're, we're, we're dying a little bit, you know, mm. or a lot. And, and so it's about finding out what sort you are, <laughs> you know, and, and what, serves that right those those places that you came to activate from Correct. what supports that what nourishes that what feeds that and if you're in a relationship again if you're in a a, a career or you know a partnership a business or or personal and there's something that you are saying <laughs> again it's okay you know, no, no relationships are perfect. Yeah, I'll give you that. No relationships are perfect. But if the person is not willing to work with you in the same way you want to work forward or grow yeah. forward, if they can't, if you're giving them and serving them and, and, and sacrificing your mission and purpose in this life for what they need, but they're not giving you the room, you know, they're expecting that of you. I mean, mm -hmm. I've, I've had a lot of conversations with people are like, I mean, and then especially where they'll just say, well, this is what I do. And like, you know, I had, I remember a client a number of years ago when I said, well, how was Father's Day? And he's like, I just feel like it's always the to-do list. He's like, I don't know if I was actually, he goes, and it's okay though. I, I don't need to have all the mm. attention. I'm like, well, no, there's a difference between feeling like you're getting all the attention and feeling like you're being celebrated. And mm. if you feel like, you know, your wife or your family is just signing you up for, you know, go pick up this person, go drop off that thing, go, you know, move that piece of furniture for the neighbor or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you would love to have a father's day where you're just celebrated and you get to do something with the people you love. 
and you're not speaking up and communicating that, right? Because how do you know it can be any different if you don't communicate that? If you just say it's okay wow. when it's really not okay. And so wow. they think it's okay. So they keep doing that. But if you speak up and then they pull back and say, well, that's, I need you to do that. Or I need you to be that. Now, you know, that maybe you're not in an environment that it's going to be good for you, Heather. but you don't know until you communicate. And that's about you. Correct. Correct. Right? Um, as you were talking just now, Tracy, so Lenora goes, great afternoon. Everything we do should bring added value. If not, we need to reevaluate what we're, what we're doing. Yes. yes. But I, I have a question for you. Uh, and uh, and I'm, I'm going to give a scenario for it, right? Here's a scenario. You're, you're dating someone because it seems though we're talking about love today. Uh, you're dating someone uh, and they're doing... They're, 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 they're really, they're really helping you. You're growing. It's the season that that person, the guy is supposed to be helping a lady or the lady helping a guy. Uh, the, the, the guy, the lady outgrows the, the season. Mm. It's, it's, she asks, she asks herself, is this, can I go with this guy? Can, can I grow with this guy? And the answer, the true answer is no, you can, I can't. But for that season, she needed him, right? Uh, she tells two scenarios. Scenario one is she says, dude, I'm, I'm grateful for everything we've done. Thank you, but I got to go. She goes. Scenario two is where I want to sit. I want to hear your view. Scenario two, she goes, I am nobody. Uh, he helped me in my lowest point in my life. He did this. He did that. Uh, you know what? I'm going to stay here. And, but that's not the place she's supposed to be. She knows it. How, how do I break? How do I break that? If I'm not, if I'm not woman, if somebody's listening and, mm -hmm. and it's in that relationship that they know they can grow, but because they are grateful, now they're paying back by staying. So Ooh. they always say that's a good scenario, actually, because it applies to a lot of people mm -hmm. uh, at different points. So probably all of us at some point in our life, yes. if we just switch out, you know, the storyline. So there's a difference. They always say, don't make a decision based on fear, right? Mm. Don't make a decision based on fear because the decision you make will probably not be the best one for you. Not to say that you won't learn something and there'll be growth and all that fun stuff. But when we make decisions based from a place of fear, we're coming from a place of disempowerment. And when we create things from disempowerment, we create disempowered outcomes, the same is true with obligation. Obligation has a resonant point that's similar to fear. Mm. When we do things, and we have actually been raised to believe that we sh that commitment means obligation. We're obligated to our family who served us through a period of our lives when we couldn't take care of ourselves. We're mm. obligated. Now, that doesn't mean we can't do it, but we need to shift our perspective of thinking right? In order to come from the right place. This is what I'm talking about. I'm wow. not talking about the decision itself. I'm talking about where we make the decision from. Correct. Correct. 
Correct. Right. So if the person is saying, I'm going to stay in this relationship because I feel obligated to this person who was there for me, that obligation, that, that, that choice is going to carry with it the same energy that created it. So will that person ever be really showing up in that relationship with a full open heart with the, you know, will their full selves be available in that relationship? Probably not. Because once we remember the conversation we had when we were talking about the whole thing with reverence and honor and how the United States of America was founded on taking land that used to, I'm going to say belong, but was, was, uh, you know, the, the home of native people. Mm-hmm. And we controlled and manipulated and, and, and made it ours. Mm-hmm. We owned it when mm-hmm. really nobody owns it. Land is land. And yet we have come to this concept that if we can claim it, we own it. Right. Anything else that comes from that original planted conceptual energy will carry the same, right? So if we start a relationship in obligation, or we start a commitment in obligation, or we start some sort of anything, we plant a seed based on fear, obligation, frustration, anger, I mean, you name it, low vibrational stuff. Mm. It will continue to perpetuate and, and deliver and develop in that same energy. Wow. So my thing is to say, it's not about what you choose to do. It's the state in which you're in when you make the decision. If you really feel from your heart of hearts that you aren't where you're meant to be. And I I mean, I have to tell you, there's a joke in my household that, that most of the people who I work with, if they come in and they are in relationships of any kind that don't serve them, by the time they're done coaching with me, they are not in those relationships anymore. And not because I say- Correct, correct. Um, it's because correct. they're able to develop this core understanding of themselves and what they need, but they're able, what's beautiful is the, when, as they leave the relationships, mm. whether again, they're personal business, doesn't matter what we're talking about. They do it with grace. They do it with love. They do it in reverence and respect and dignity. And they leave nothing on the table. Mm. Right. And so they can look back with absolutely no guilt or remorse or regret because they showed up fully and they own their decisions. Oh my goodness. That's the difference. And so, but, but that's what we, we get to learn is how to do that. How, how do we make choices from that space and mm-hmm. where do we need to stop ourselves? Because the knee jerk reaction, because we've been taught this, we've been modeled this for so long and we've patterned it for so long is to do what's right. And what's right is usually what other people have told us is right. Not necessarily what we're feeling is yeah. right for us. So Tracy, that uh, there's a there's a question on board that just came in that ooh, I can't wait to hear the answer from us. Um, but what I heard is making a decision out of obligation, you will stay seats, you will have seats of obligation, and then whatever obligation develops, 
that's what you will continue in that relationship. And if you're not fulfilled in it, then you start to get out to be fulfilled. If it's out of fear, your entire stay in that relationship is fearful. If it's wow, 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 aha, aha, aha. So I don't want to, we could spend another 10 minutes on this, but we got 10 minutes. So uh, a friend of mine, George Wa Topla, I think he's in somewhere in East Africa working with the UN right now. Mm. What's in here? Oh my goodness. What are the limits for measuring the absence of growth or potential value in a relationship? What are the measurements? So what how do you know? What are the limits for measuring the absence of growth? So I'm going to translate that because that's a very heady question. It, it is. It is. And I'm going to tra- and I'm and that's not a dig at all, George. No, like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to translate it because again, we're talking about relationship with it, which is a heart question. So to translate what you just said, and 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 please let me know in the comment if I'm totally off base here. And George, it, if there's a different way to to flip it, please help us also. But Tracy and I'm going to going to try to work it. You're too smart for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Tracy. Yeah, he's like, okay, I need to know here. (laughs) So one of the things that I was just actually talking to a client earlier today about is, you know, we have three brains. We have the head brain, the heart brain, and the gut brain. And you can do the science, you can look up the science on it. But those three brains access information differently. And so when it comes to sensing where we are in space and time, am I in a relationship that's serving me where I can grow and all the things that Woolman just talked about? That is a felt sense, right? That our heart can give us a lot of information about, right? Our head is all up in the, you know, learned and and, and earned information. (laughs) And so it can't really access that. Um, But our heart can uh, give us a lot of information. And so one of the exercises that I really like is that if you, you will know if you're bumping up on a a limitation in a relationship, you'll feel it, (laughs) right? So the measurement is your heart, is your feeling, is your sense of feeling. That's the measurement tool, right? And, and if there's a limitation, you'll feel it. This is, it's going to sound very simple to the point where you may think, oh my God, she didn't give me any value whatsoever, mm-hmm. but just trust me on this, is find a, a, a space, get quiet with yourself, put your hands over your heart and ask, just simply ask your heart the question, what am I feeling this limitation is about? Or frame the question however it seems right to you. But ask your heart. When we're trying to figure it out here, we're going to go in circles. And that's where the, because that's where the obligation patterns live. That's where the, how we've done it before lives. That's where the, God, if I can't, you know, access a research project where somebody proves it to me scientifically, I don't know the answers. That's where all of that. And we're just going to go in circles and we're just going to stay stuck. Mm. but our heart can answer those questions. And it, and I have a great article for you to read. Great. Okay. I'm going to toot my own home horn here for just a second. A great article for you to read, to get a little bit more understanding of that, if it can be helpful. And it's on my website, the under blogs. Mm. What was the name of it? I can access it super quick. Just so you know, I think it has to do oh, sovereign leadership. Correct. It starts with the word sovereign leadership. And it's a recent blog. So you should find it on the first blog page. Read that because I talk about an actual experience that I had doing this. 
we'll put that um we'll put that after here tracy just could find his his question and put it in there also for those who would want to come but okay. he we we then there's a flip to this question where it's what are the limits for measuring the put the the potential value in a relationship so he comes back laughing though he says you know just to put things in perspective how can we be sure that our drive for value or growth does not undermine the efforts of our partners considering we have different abilities and i'm going to touch that a bit um, on that um and and george i mean poignant very 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 as always your engagements are just on another level uh Who looks at a a unicorn and say that's a ugly thing? Who 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 looks at a unicorn? I mean, we know it doesn't exist. Some people do. I know some people do, but most most people, when you see a unicorn, you go, oh wow, unicorn. Or tell me something that you tell me something that universally just loved. That that has sunsets one, two, usually or sunrises. Good, good. Thank you. Babies. At a sunset, <laughs> a sunrise, or the pitter patter on the roof on a on a nice cool evening that you're trying to doze off, and that thing just comes in. And guess what? It starts to rain as soon as I say pitter patter on the roof. Yeah, oh that's hysterical. <laughs> who 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 says a sunset sunset? Now the reason I'm asking those questions is because. When we come and talk about drive for value or growth, it's a good thing for the relationship. So it cannot oh, undermine when, when, if I'm talking to my wife for, for growth for her, growth for our relationship, growth for me, so that it will take us to another level. It's a sunset in our relationship that, that, that it's beautiful for it. And if we're doing it in the right vein, that I'm not coming and I am standing on top of her and saying, I've been doing this. Oh, I've been doing this. Oh, I've been carrying the burden, da, 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 da. And then that's when it comes and it starts to undermine and it makes her look small or it makes him look small. But if it's a collaborative effort where you guys are going in and saying, honey, how can we improve? How can we become better? You know, I'm driven to do this, going to get my master's, get my PhD. Baby, what? Oh, honey, I want to open a shop. I want to open a shop and I want to do this. Oh, great. PhD and opening the shop. Yeah, the two completely different things. But guess what? It's growth. She's opening a business. You're trying to go on a PhD. You're staying in your lane, your education. She's entrepreneurial. It's nothing higher or lower. So it's us working on it. And then when I, when I heard your first question, um, everything we do, what are the limits of measuring the, the absence of growth or potential value of the limits? I mean, I, I said to myself, talk, talk and talk, which is communicate, 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 because here's the thing. When I start to talk about my dreams and aspirations, some people aren't dreamy. They're not dreamers, right? They're not visionaries. They kind of, Verlin for Verlin, Verlin doesn't doesn't daydream she knows where she wants to go but she doesn't daydream it i i i'm i'm, I'm vivid with my colors etc it doesn't mean that berlin isn't 
isn't growing because, oh my goodness, that woman, that woman pushes me to be who I am today, right? Who I am and who I'm going to be. It's all because of we are working on this relationship together. So when we, when she's not Miss Dreamy, however, when in my conversations, if you see both of us talk, you would say, Warren is the one who's bringing value because I am very descriptive and I'm going, I'm going. But no, she's not. She's descriptive, but she is very, she's a sniper. She goes, hmm, this, that, that. Well, she hears, she hears an idea and she takes it. It's the difference between visionary and integrator. Correct. Right? The visionary envisions, the integrator takes that vision and makes it happen, right? And, and it doesn't mean that you're not making things happen. And it's just, it's a different set of skills. But the one word that's popping out in George's question, his second question is the word undermine. Mm. The we don't undermine one another in relationships. If we feel that we're in this mental True state really. of I'm afraid to undermine, yeah. we may be looking at the relationship or or showing up in the relationship from a disempowered dynamic mm. viewpoint where really? I have to save or this person person is you know here to serve me or or whatever. It's disempowered. Girl, you good. Girl, you good. Girl, you good. <laughs> So yeah, so so yeah, there's in growth, there's no undermining. And if there's a sense that there might be undermining or, you know, it's kind of like what I was talking about before. It's like, if you have a burden, I'm not going to get under your burden with you and help you carry it right. because then I can't support you as you build your empowerment in dealing with that burden. I can't give you a glass of water and get you a pillow and open the door for you and do the things that will help facilitate your growth. That's what it's about to be in a relationship. And if there's any sense of, well, but if I do for me, I will be undermining what she wants to do for her. Then there, there gets to be a flip switch in the way in which we're looking at things and translating that and, and maybe even showing up in the relationship. Wow. Tracy, Tracy, we at the two minute to the one hour mark. And oh my goodness, we never do this in terms of eavesdrop, but I swear I have a feeling that next week, if we can, to come and hit this question, to, to just hit it for the first 5, 10, 15 minutes, and then jump to what, whatever's new. Because I, when you said undermine, because the question does answer, it's an, it's an excellent question. It is. When the other partner thinks that it's undermining, then what's the position that you are where you are bringing value for y'all to grow? And they're saying you're under. Oh my goodness. That's where communication comes in, huh? Yeah, for no, sure. Honey, no, baby, I'm not undermining you. It's for our growth. And there are relationships out there with this kind of issue. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I just, I just talked to a, a, some, a business client where their partnership, their business partnership is very similar to this. So yeah, yeah, for sure. How does love translate to business and um, friendships and relationships? And, and we just talked about it this hour. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, Tracy. Creating healthy relationships. I think it's, it's really it starts with our owning our own relationship with self because the way we are in our relationship with self, if, if when we make a mistake, we don't just say, oh gosh, I made a mistake. We have an internal dialogue that shames ourselves and says, I am a mistake. Mm. Then we get to look at that because we're probably doing the same thing in our relationships. We're blaming other people for things that are going on that we don't like. 
So if we blame ourselves, we blame others. So again, you know, the more we can get right and understand our internal relationships and, and improve our, our relationship with self, own ourselves, know our value, focus intentionally on bringing our value, and then, you know, show up in creating what we want from the world as opposed to expecting the world to deliver it to us. <laughs> then we are doing what we were talking about today. Michelle goes, great conversation, guys. Um, and I, I, got, I got to say that this conversation, it was a quiet conversation. It wasn't a, we, we, didn't, we didn't go off, you know, some of our conversations where you start to pronounce and enunciate. Oh, geez. Well, my, we, yeah. <laughs> we didn't go on any one of those. I didn't go on, we didn't drop didn't. like, yeah, I didn't either, right? But it was a quiet, even um, conversation that's oh my goodness and then the 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 questions from from the listeners I just love that added another dynamic to it that enable us to think and and I just red chairs I know red chairs red chairs for real but here's what I want to say oh, gosh you you were answering a question I have to go back to with you and when I said go on girl talk keep talking that that thing it was butter, a hot butter knife, a hot knife rather, going through butter and exposing the wisdom and the truth in how you were answering it. You, you, you get me? I do, you know I hear you, I feel you, yeah, you know thank when you. An answer, when an answer answers, rather than when an answer goes around the question and then you know you're BSing and the person who's listening like, oh well, didn't answer it. But when where are we going with this? <laughs> yeah, where are we going? But when an answer answers, it answers. Mm. <sighs> Thank you guys for coming. That. Come on, Tracy. You want you got something to say before we end, we end this? No, I think we get we get to wrap up. We're three minutes over, but this was uh, another powerful one, and I can see where these relate these conversations are developing. Right, they're feeding off of each other. You know, they're they're going they're going in a direction that's leading us, you know, to that next place. And I'm super excited. But I really want to thank all of our listeners today, George, for your questions. Like, really, and I'm, I will I will reiterate what Wilwyn said. I, very high level questions, very thoughtful questions. Um, I just am. My message is bringing it into the heart space these days. So I do not mean to offend when I say that things are in the head space. That is not a bad thing. It's simply. We get to start to practice living in a different brain because I think that's the part of us that's really going to help heal all of the things that we're all struggling with that need healing, mm. right? Is is activating more from this area. So I just want to thank you, you know, for showing up and being a part of this. Definitely. And I'll say this, if you're in a relationship that's that you know you're not supposed to be in, mm. really, really, if you know that and you know you're, you've, you've, you've stayed in it and you've done it, God, get out, get out. You got, you got a, you got a short time to live. For sure. Get and out. seek support to yes. help you figure these things out. I mean, that's right. another message I have is we don't need to do this alone. There's a lot of support out there. Seek the support that, that can help you best. Hey, Tracy's here. I'm here. Hey. We love you, man. Call Men, baby. women, babies, all those people out there. <laughs> all right, then. You guys have a good one. See you next week. Thursday next week when is no two weeks from now gosh this thing is two weeks i gotta see you way two weeks tracy <sighs> all righty bye-bye peace love and blessings